0: Welcome to episode nine of the Bandwagon Fan. This is the show where we talk about all things pop culture and what we're into. I'm Alex. I'm AJ. I'm Josh. And uh, I have bad news today, guys. We had to we had to let someone go, oh, uh, Jamie. Uh, Jamie, uh, if you're listening to this, I, we're not sorry. Uh, we had to, we, we had to replace you with someone more effective, Come uh, on, more Jamie. efficient. I know. Um, so I just want to introduce Kate. Uh, Kate hi, is going to be joining us. Oh, yeah. Say, say hello, Kate. I'm just going to say hi. Hi, hi. Hi, 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 uh, hi. Hi, hi, hey. She's taking over as producer. Um, She's riding our ship. So uh, let's start nerding out and checking out what's going on. Guys, have you uh, have you seen the Cuphead trailer? I don't even know what
1: Cuphead is. Uh, isn't than- that oh, a video
0: game? My heart.
2: I know that. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to go in like, it's a Nintendo serious? Switch game,
0: isn't it? No, it's it's a it's all it's on all platforms. It's, a, it's an incredible game. It's a really, really funny game. So Cuphead, played it. Cuphead is a side scroller. Um, it basically is about two cups, if I remember correctly, who make a deal with the devil. And ha 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 ha. When you make a deal with the devil, monkey Paul, uh, the devil has you like running on all these like crazy errands. And so it's about these two cubs trying to get their soul back. But it's like, it's really like, it's so funny because of how cute, like cutesy it's drawn. It's drawn in like that Mickey mouse, um, almost like, uh, oh, like, G- the,
2: like the 20s, like the steamboat yeah. Willie. Yeah, yeah. I've, yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah, thank you. Thank you. I saw some play Willy. a clip of it before.
0: Yeah. So it, it's drawn in like the steamboat Willie style, like, like, you know, Disney, uh, uh, uh animation, but it, it's really colorful and it's hilarious because it's like really dark. Like it's, it's like, like, for example, all the bosses, they're like these like really like demonic looking things, but they always have this creepy smile on their face. If you haven't played it, if you haven't played it, it's really, really fun. Um, uh, Yeah. uh, That, I don't know. Um, It's on Game Pass. Game Pass, will
1: play it. Otherwise, I probably won't.
0: I, I have to imagine it is. Um, I don't know. It probably will be once the show, once the show comes out. But um essentially, Cuphead—they uh, got picked up by Netflix to do a TV show, and I'm really excited. I think the the show really fits the theme of having. I, I think it really works as a TV show because uh, Wayne Brady plays a devil, which I think is hilarious. What? Because uh, you know, Wayne Brady also plays like if anyone's ever watched the Dave Chappelle show, there's like yes. Wayne Brady like Wayne Wayne Brady's real life, like he's a pimp. You know, he's out there collecting his money. So I find that really funny that he's playing the devil in the show. Um, but I am excited. I love Cuphead. I love the art style a lot. I think it's just hilarious. I'm interested
2: because, uh yeah. yeah, I do remember watching a friend play the game, like, when it came out. Because I mm. believe it came out, like, a few years ago, right? It came
0: out a while ago. I, I want to yeah. say maybe five years ago now. Yeah. So I, I think I, if, you ha- if you play the game, play the game. Or if you haven't played the game, play the game. If you are interested... I have a feeling that this show is going to be pretty funny because the the, the premise of it is, is pretty good.
2: Come on, Netflix. I'm don't cancel it. it after uh, three Jeez, minutes.
0: Right? Yeah. Wasn't there another trailer for another show that came out this week?
1: There wasn't a tr- uh, trailer per se. There was a, an announcement. Rings of Power is the title for the Lord of the Rings show that's going to be on Amazon.
2: On I've website. only seen the image, like the graphic art. It looks very yeah. Lord of the Rings.
1: very much they've only released i think like one still image of i'm not i don't know if it was numenor or what um so we don't know a whole lot about the show there's been you know different announcements about casting and whatnot so so i did see that
0: they the 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 expected budget because i think they already know it's going to be five seasons so the expected budget is going to be a billion dollars
1: which a billion (laughs)
0: is what'd you say
1: that does not surprise me.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I thought that was insane. I'm think like, of <laughs> it,
2: think of it from Amazon's perspective. They have so much money. They don't know what to do with. And like they have, they don't have to rely on this taking off to keep their company afloat. So I think in their opinion, they're just like, we don't have time to build a popular show. We need to just jump forward and make the biggest thing possible, which does make me a little nervous. Cause I feel like the show yeah. has a, uh, it has the flaw that it could look almost too perfect, which I think Wheel of Time has some issues with.
3: Mm-hmm. But
2: I think Wheel of Time was like their test run to see like how Lord of the Rings could look.
0: I agree. So yeah, yeah, I, I, I
1: agree uh, with that. Yeah.
2: That's how good we are.
0: Yeah, so I what? mean,
1: I, we predicted that. Yeah,
0: well, yeah, that's sure. That, that, I think wasn't that our first episode? I think, yeah, I yeah. think it was.
1: Oh on. boy! Um, but I, I'm uh, I'm still looking forward to this. Um, at the very least, I do know that the Tolkien estate, like his, his descendants are very nitpicky about who they give rights to. They mm. sell them with okay projects. There's so many projects that have been rejected by them. So I have a feeling the show will be at least decent because of that. What's his
2: son, Christopher? Does that ring a bell? He, yeah, he died last year, I believe. Oh, I was oh. He, he wrote a lot into, um, Lord of the Rings lore. So I like it would have been yeah. cool to have someone like him giving his opinion this- on it.
0: Is like this the family? Writer. Is it? Is that the family lineage? Like every child's, like, all right, well, um, you know, you're five years old, Tommy. You got to start writing your your first uh, Lord of the Rings fanfic. So get to it, buddy. You got three books to write. Well, what's wild is I like he it. didn't
1: really write a whole lot. It was more of taking his dad's unfinished works, or did okay. a lot of retconning, and so he would take care of doing that stuff which wow. isn't like to diminish what Christopher Tolkien did. It just goes to show like how, uh,
0: how expansive expensive. it is. Yeah. And yeah.
1: Expansive. Yeah. His father's work was it's people don't understand like how big that whole middle earth thing. is. That's cool. That's like,
2: like that's young, uh, young, dirty bastard uh, taking on old dirty bastard <laughs> and uh, rapping with Wu Tang for a few years. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. a thing. And he yeah, looks the fair. exact same, like same air. He sounds the same. It's awesome. That's, that's the deep, comparison. Right, that's a, I don't know why I have ever that.
0: That's <laughs> yeah. funny. That's funny.
2: Young young DB for, uh, for anyone <laughs> listening. But yeah, the,
1: the only thing about the Lord of the Rings show is there was a controversy about in the casting, like they were calling for people to do like nude scenes. Which yeah, which is I,
0: I not
2: would do a about. nude scene for Lord of the Rings for <laughs> I free. Know I'd, I'd volunteer. I, know you I, you think know.
1: Was, like, I just want to throw was, that like, out there. It might be for like the creation story of like when elves and humans were created or dwarves or whatever.
0: That's i was under the opinion. i was under the impression that they that it was rumored that there are sex scenes because again hbo wants to make this their game of thrones um, the amazon you yeah. mean right yeah. uh sorry thank you so amazon wants to make this their casual, game of thrones yeah i know what am i uh they want to make this their game of thrones i i first i don't have a problem with it but i feel like the the tolkien estate probably wouldn't have Okayed on the project if they were going to try to turn this into Game of Thrones. It doesn't you know feel I mean? like Lord of the it, Rings to me. It either. won't work
1: if they do it. And like yeah. case in point, The Witcher season one, whole lot of nudity. Season two, yeah, no nudity
0: not needed. Really. Yeah.
1: yeah, and I think yeah. they're just like this isn't what people want.
0: It's like yeah, we could I have just, told you that.
2: I just don't think nudity fits with Lord of the Rings because it's never really, to my knowledge, been there. It's never been a focus. It's, 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 it's never been
0: right. a yeah, yeah. It's 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 HBO's tactic. HBO has this thing where they um, they figured out long ago this this ancient secret that sex sells, and so like a lot of their shows just throw like titty and penis like in your face just for like either the shock value or just for like the i i guess to try to draw you in right because or to distract
2: you from really really boring monologues
0: well well the joke i think the joke for game of thrones was always like a lot of people didn't realize the show was about dragons until like you know the second season you know because they're just like hey it's a show old-timey people get naked so i don't know i mean it's uh we'll see i, I yeah, have low expectations yeah.
2: yeah i, I I want to have high expectations, but I, I should have them be low just so I can actually be excited when I watch it.
0: Hey guys, expect nothing. You can never be disappointed. That, 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 that's MJ. That, that, that's MJ's quote. Yeah. Love <laughs>
2: it. My only question is, um, who is Joss Wedded? That's how oh, I no, no. say Joss Whedon? Josh yeah. Whedon? Oh. I have Whedon. no idea who that man. is. Josh Whedon directed Buffy. Oh, uh,
0: J- Josh Whedon directed the OG Marvel movies. They did the, the first, first two.
1: Avengers. The first two. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He I, did the first one. He did the first one. And then, the also, first
0: one okay. and, then, and then he did Age of Ultron.
1: He also did the my least reshoots one. for the Justice League.
0: Justice League reshoots. Which
1: is why I kept saying Justice League in that episode. He, Justice. Oh, that yeah, Justice went well over my head. It's a good kind one of that he dude, he is in so much hot water. And yes, he is he recently stuck his head out to speak up about it. Definitely made it worse.
0: So uh, so is it is does this have to do with the actor who plays um, Cyborg? Th- there is
1: part of it. OK, this all stems from he did a, uh, an interview and in this interview, he, you know, just went into all this, all the allegations and like controversy that's behind him. And his, his big excuse was like, he was young. He used to get excited a lot. So he'd get like, you know, be passionate and yell and whatnot. Apparently he's also like a love and uh, sex addict. So he's like gotten treatment for that. What's really weird though, is he was not allowed to be alone with Michelle Trochtenberg. Who's from was Buffy? Buffy series. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which she was 15 at the time. Um, uh, I don't know how old he was probably like in his twenties or thirties. Probably, right? his 20s, yeah. probably like, in his yeah. twenties. Yeah. Still old. Right. In yeah, comparison. Still not okay. Not okay at all. Um, stuff like that. And then what really got to me, because I'm more familiar with this part, was he famously has been accused of telling Gal Gadot that he was going to ruin her career. Yes. Yes. And I remember that. His excuse from this interview was she doesn't f- speak English fluently. So she didn't understand what he was trying to, like, he was like messing with her. And she ah, yes. yes, yes. Her was, I understood perfectly.
0: The 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 good old, she doesn't speak English, so it's just a misunderstanding. Right. I see.
1: And yeah. then the last thing is uh, Ray Fisher famously was the heart of the Snyder cut. Was hardly in the Justice League cut. Hardly.
0: I forgot he was in the
1: movie. Right? Yeah. And Joss Whedon's response to everything Ray Fisher has been saying is, He's a bad actor. He's a bad actor in both yes. in both senses of the
0: word. Which 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 is really bold to say after the Snyder Cut. Right. that, that is a if, the, if we never got the Snyder Cut, I would have been like, oh, maybe he is a bad actor. Right. Super bold when Zack Snyder's like, I don't know, I, I don't know what you were watching, but this is the actor that we got to do this part. So yeah, it's 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 a little messy. It's a little it, messy.
1: It is, and he he stuck his foot in his mouth big time, man
2: yeah yeah that I sounds agree. uh sounds like he just dug his hole even deeper, and uh, yeah, I'm sure there. in uh, in a week we'll hear more things that'll be worse.
1: I, I'm sure, but you know I, I, the thing I'm glad about is there is some accountability to the situation at least that things are getting out there. yeah i I know a lot of people will get upset about the idea of cancel culture. I've heard I think it was forced adversity. It's a YouTube channel. They've coined the term, according to my knowledge, consequence culture.
0: Mm. you
1: do, you know, Crummy, That's a, yeah. you know shady things yeah
0: yeah yeah i mean and, and and i and i think in his case he's had i i know it, the the interview is probably the what's on our minds but i mean he has been accused of like just being misogynistic right. um i mean even i remember there was this whole thing about the way he films women is a little weird uh he's, he yeah. he always and it, which i an think is uh, so we'll use Gal Gadot as an example. Just like having these shots, like, for changes from the Snyder cut. Uh, I don't have like the, the 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 video now, but there are scenes that are shot in Josh Whedon's uh, version that are just a little bit, uh, a little bit, you know, a little bit sexualized, where there really isn't a need to be. Uh, so that's like an example. Like when you watch, you know, Zack Snyder's version, it's just Gal Gadot doing her thing as Wonder Woman. You know yeah. what I mean?
2: Josh, did you have something to throw on that?
0: I accidentally hit the button, but what I was gonna (laughs) say
1: is I agree with AJ. Um, It's just like the way, and there's a lot of people who do this, the way they frame shots when they're filming women, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you're very clearly trying to, like, yes, Michael Bay is another person who does this. It's like very apparent you're like trying to sexualize them. Yeah. Which I'm not, there's, I'm not trying to say like there's never a place for that. Right. But, that shouldn't be the sole focus of when you have a woman in the scene.
0: Yeah, especially especially when you have like a character in, in Josh Wheaton's case, like like Wonder Woman, right? Like her character is not based on her sexuality; it's it's based on her power, her strength. You know what I mean? She's a strong woman, and she is she's strong not because she has physical strength, but because she has to carry literally sometimes the weight of the world, right? Although there right are the some game.
2: ties to like uh, bondage with Wonder Woman yeah yeah
0: i know with, with the rope thing i know it, i watched the weird.
2: documentary on uh on her being created, yeah, yeah, were interesting. created her, uh, interesting to say the least yeah i and forgot the name of the documentary
0: and that's why men shouldn't write women just saying it's always weird and it's like you're not a woman, so why are you doing this in the first place? It's just so it's just always a little weird. Yeah, I, a think little they're, weird.
1: They're, I think there's few men who can do that. Or the same right. with like straight white men writing LGBTQ characters right. or like right. people of color.
0: Right.
1: Uh, I was watching a channel today. Uh, comics will break your heart. And they were saying how Tom Taylor is like the only white man they want to be writing a LGBTQ story. I was about to break yeah. up. He's it. killing it yeah. right now. Yeah. like He, he doesn't know how to handle that. I'll give him credit. For people
2: that no, don't know, Tom Taylor is writing a Superman, son of Kal-El. Oh, currently. son of Kal-El.
1: Yeah. He's yeah. doing that, Nightwing. And he's also pretty famous for having done Injustice and Deceased. Yes. Amongst many, many other writings. Yeah. So what else we got, guys? Well, more nerdage. We have oh, perfect. We have D and D is turning <laughs> fifty in twenty twenty four.
0: Really,
1: and, right? Which you know, that's a ways off. But what's interesting is they announced that they'll be making a new edition to the game.
0: Oh,
2: when that happens,
1: that's so, cool.
2: I should probably yeah. play the first edition of the game
0: before I jump in. I,
1: no, actually, don't play the first edition.
0: Don't. Yeah, D and
1: D has. So if you're an OG player, you will have very different opinions on this uh, fifth edition, which is the current one, I believe is very, it's a lot more simplistic and that's yes. the edition I have been able to play like all of two times because it's hard to find a consistent party.
0: Yeah. Well, we had fun when we did, we did, we did. Yeah. <laughs> but
1: Yeah. They're, they're going to make a sixth edition, which it'll be very interesting to see what they're going to do with this. What
0: changes? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm all, I'm all for some change in my personal opinion. They should just make a game, but that's, that's neither here nor there. Like a video game.
2: Yeah they
0: made one it's not very good oh i they know made, it's maybe cheap. like
2: never yeah. winter nights which is i think it's two pack, It's a it. two
0: pack of cheeks yeah it's really bad yeah.
2: yeah okay let me rephrase too i'm usually okay with change but not always <laughs> in the sense of uh you know like a big merger happening recently <laughs> you, mean, you mean a monopoly a yeah monopoly? there's a, a little allegedly. company called microsoft i heard those guys uh, yeah, they're not that big, but, you know, a couple people know them. And they yeah, decided you know. to buy a medium-sized slash small video game company called Activision and Blizzard, which maybe you've heard of, you know, Nuts. World of Warcraft, Tony Hawk, Call of Duty, Candy uh, Crush, I'm pretty sure. like yeah, Any Crush, great. yes, yeah. They've, they've got, like, every form of it. I don't know how this is a monopoly. Allegedly. So Allegedly. It, I don't
0: just to get put, it, America, just so. put it out there. Yeah, I mean, and just to put it out there. Well, so I've heard. If, it, it, it won't be considered a monopoly only because there aren't laws josh and i talk about this all the time that like you know old people who run our country have no idea what is happening on the internet there Zero. aren't laws that protect digital services the same way you know you can say oh there's a monopoly on electric companies you can't have all mm-hmm. these electric companies you know what i mean these old people have no idea what's happening they don't they don't care they don't know they don't care so everyone who says that it's a monopoly maybe but who's going to stop them you, you it's the ftc i'm pretty sure has never tried to touch their feet in matters of video games otherwise the esrb wouldn't exist so i think It'll
1: legally it's a monopoly change.
0: allegedly
1: yeah but, yeah, because like you said there's no laws on the books for this there's no laws yeah like, there's, no there's no precedent
0: there's no precedent. they could do whatever they-, they could buy every other gaming company no one would be like i, I don't understand i could Which- play i could still play candy crush
1: right you know? quick, quick <laughs> tangent like if you're a millennial please get into politics because the older generations don't know how to handle this stuff
3: well, old or people have no idea
1: like no yeah. disrespect if you're older like you know you have your thing but we need people who know what they're talking about. I mean, no, old people. It old people. Oh, open yeah. warfare from like Facebook and all
0: that. I, I, I am not saying that we don't is. need old people in power. I'm just saying that. Yeah. I'm just saying that like there's there's too many of them, and so they have no idea. Like maybe it's we'll do an old, episode about it. Yeah, yeah, maybe we'll do an episode about it. But there are so many things. Like we'll give a we'll give a quick example, right? Like Google owes every person who's ever typed in Google.com and used their search engine. They owe everyone a check. They they are able to monetize your literal personal information, and they that's how they've made their billions. And we don't get any royalties. Yeah, we don't get like fundamentally that would make no sense, right? If like your electric company is like, "Hey man, I see you bought a new toaster. You didn't plug it in, but we're gonna charge you a little bit more just because we know that when you plug it in." You know, it's going to be, you know, we're, we're going to have that power there ready for you. Like that wouldn't make sense for your company to do that. You know, it's, it's crazy.
1: Microsoft. Yeah. They, they have, because of this, they will have a total of 30 internal studios.
0: You mm-hmm. can't tell me that's not a monopoly. And they're going to have monopoly. more.
2: Like and there's, and they're, they're going
0: more. to buy more companies. Yeah, they're, they're definitely going to buy more. They, they, someone did simple math and they're like, if we just buy them all, no one else can play. No one else can play any other games.
1: Right, and um, like what yeah. else is messy about this is Activision Blizzard is already having its own issues with
2: mm-hmm. a bunch of tons of like sexual assault, sexual assault harassment many uh, problems, and none of it's been solved yet. And that's the insane no, thing. No, that's the was,
0: that's actually the basis that Microsoft yeah. approached uh, Activision. They're like, "Hey guys, look, you got a lot of sexual assault charges. We could take care of that if you just buy our company." And they're like, "Oh, perfect. This is great." So that's one of the reasons why they sold, which is. Like
1: if, if, if you're unaware and you're a gamer, Activision Blizzard, their CEO was asked to step down by a thousand employees. Yes. Th- that says a lot. That's, That's got to be lot. like
2: the majority so of their staff. If you, like, if
1: you are a gamer,
0: look into the studio. Bobby Kodak is an evil, evil dude. He's yeah, an that evil guy. Sucks. Yeah.
2: I'm going to call it out. He can fight us on the podcast. Let's go.
0: <laughs> I'll fight him <laughs> in real life.
2: Let's get to ball. You know what? Yeah, I will... I will fight him. I will fight him, King of the Hill style.
0: Oh yeah! Oh, that's <laughs> speaking of which, <laughs> speaking
2: of which, King of the Hill. Ever heard of it? Is um, that a is that coming it, back or something? A little?
1: Oh, I, I heard it's kind of funny. I love that show so much.
2: I literally watch it at least once a month. It's just yeah, like yeah, it's a yeah. perfect like feel good show. Like, not that everything is written perfectly in it, but for especially coming out in the '90s, like I feel like it's ahead of its time with like so much subject matter. Yeah. yeah, and
0: and I, I I remember reading that Mike Judge, the the showrunner, when he moved to Texas, I, I guess the basis of the show was that he had this incident one time where his fence collapsed from like high high winds or something like that, mm-hmm. and the next day his neighbors, he didn't ask them, he didn't say a word, they came, they fixed his fence, they 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 all went back to their houses, they didn't say anything to him, what? and he and he just thought how crazy that was that like he loved like the town that he lived in uh when, when whenever he lived in texas mike mike judge is from he's not i want to say he was born in like brazil um or something like that he was he wasn't born in america which oh, is interesting really? yeah it's I mike mean, judge
2: and craig daniels right uh
0: daniels. The, the, the showrunners yeah or craig yeah. daniels
2: sorry yeah yeah Greg.
0: um but yeah he was born in another country so, uh, so he, i don't he, know he i don't what's up Ecuador. Uh, Ecuador. Ecuador. Cool. Thank you. Thank you, Kate. Yes, Ecuador. He was born in Ecuador. So I, I always find that so funny that, you know, he was born there, came here. Um, but yeah, I mean, he that's what the basis of King of the Hill is on. It's just that like that camaraderie and that like Texas, you know, and living in Texas, I can tell you that's how Texas people are, man. Like you live here, you're one of their own, whether they like you or not, like you're <laughs> one nice. of their own. It's, it's, you know, that's nice that it's
2: authentic. Um, And for anyone who hasn't really watched King of the Hill, um, one huge issue I've always had is the animation is awful. I think it's (laughs) one of the most uncomfortable animated shows. Like, to this day, as much as I love it, everything (sighs) animated in that makes me cringe. I don't like their faces. I don't like the environments. It's an ugly show, but the writing is phenomenal. And it is, like, you'll get used to it. Like, just give it, like, five episodes. You'd stop thinking about it as much and like the, yeah the script yeah. carries the show oh, yeah sure. I
0: mean, and, and, it, and, it, and i'll give them credit it definitely so i remember either reading or watching a video about this that mike judge actually drew those characters like really like around the time he had to do his pitch meeting so like that's you one of the tell- reasons. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the reasons why it's so like rough. Like so but also bad. but also that that's the artist's that's eye, the, right? That's, that's, that's part of the show. That's, that's part of its yeah. show. It's, yeah. it's just the way the characters are are all drawn. It's 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 unique. It's a distinct and unique. You gotta give it credit for that. Yeah, it, it's definitely it's like a
1: very classic show that I think a lot of people have a fondness for.
0: Yeah, yeah. And still holds up. Still holds up. Definitely does. Uh, did you guys wanna say anything else before we move on?
1: Yeah. One last thing is going into next week, we will be doing a saga spotlight. Nice. So we yes. uh, we'll let our listeners know about that. If is it real? Like, is. is is it
2: actually coming out? Because like, I can't be messed with again. I can't wait three more it, years. It
1: is saga is coming back. Saga is a it's a mix of like sci fi and fantasy, but very much centered and anchored by uh, a family story it's about its yeah. it's like
2: a space opera really yeah
1: it it's, is, it's yeah. beautiful but it's also very it's very true to life it holds no punches it's very graphic so that episode is not going to be for children just fyi
0: yeah seriously don't let your kids watch even now, i'm pretty sure we don't have any yeah and uh, uh, if you want
1: if you want to read it check it out but yeah don't uh don't bring it to work You will get some weird
0: stares.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's a, it's a. Don't, Kate, don't read it on the, on the train.
0: Hide your kids. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. It's coming for everybody. Yeah, that's. Though it, it is
1: phenomenal. So it's great. Though I'm excited to talk
0: about
2: it. I'm so excited. Like, on top of that, like honestly, like I feel like this is just a good week for content coming out.
0: Why? What's up, Alex? What you got for us?
2: Yeah. So. I know, like a lot of the comics I've talked about. I mean, I, I did just dis- discuss Batman one, um, one weekend, but I've been trying to cover more indie stuff just because, like, that's usually what I love. But I feel like the past month, Marvel has just been killing it with uh their comics, um, specifically with Spider Man. Uh, I think everyone's kind of been on the Spider Man train with like the you know the movie coming out. The movie. Are yeah. either of you up to date on? spider-man issues right now like if you read anything no
1: i have not been reading but because of people like robbie from the pop culture philosophers or verno for the cerebros mm-hmm. i loosely know what's been going on but okay. i haven't actually picked up any spider-man forever yeah
2: so honestly like i i think amazing spider-man i think they're on like they're like issue 80 something right now. Yeah. And that's too much for me. Like I, I, I just, like I'm, yeah, I don't, I, even if it's good, I've heard it's been okay, which isn't like giving me much motivation to jump in. 86 right. issues is just too much to jump forward right now. Um
0: something that's okay.
2: That's why I've been excited with like this new issue right now. It's a new run, like kind of continuing from a previous era but it's technically a new story. You can jump in like me. Um, I don't remember how many issues that are coming out, but I think it's only like five. So it's just like, Mm. it's going to end quick. I love those just because like, I don't have a lot of time in my day and I'm still like reading and watching movies and skateboarding and whatever. So I'm not always thinking about comics. Uh, Josh, how do you say his name before I butcher it? Ben, Ben how do you say his last name? Ben Riley? Riley? Right. Okay. So, just a little backstory. I had never heard of Ben Riley. Um, like I've read Spider-Man on and off for probably my whole life, um, like since the 90s, but I'm not I've never been that invested in comics where it's like I feel like I binge read for like two months and then I just don't read them for like for a while. Like six months or sometimes longer. Yeah. So this was cool. Like it's written by um I don't know how to say his last name, it's JM Demetis. I think he is like an iconic DC writer from the eighties. And mm-hmm. it's, it's just fun. Like seeing some of these like OG comic guys, like still writing to this day and taking on like new characters. So that alone got me a little excited. Um, I think Ben Riley is a little controversial because he comes from the uh, clone saga, which I think is out of the nineties and the what they, it's the clone saga. What is that? It's a,
1: a a hot topic for debate. So,
2: yeah, I've never read it, but it's coined uh, the most controversial Spider-Man run to ever come out.
0: Whoa. Why? Yeah. Uh,
2: I think I think there's just a there's like a lot of uh things that happened with like Peter Parker getting cloned and them not being sure like um it's... if he's like the real Spider Man, if I'm correct. Josh, have you read it?
1: I haven't read I I've read like bits and pieces of it, not the full run. But yeah, basically, yeah. the idea was that Peter Parker wasn't actually Peter Parker. Like, he was a clone the whole time. What the? Or, and vice versa. Like, Ben Riley is a clone, or like, yeah, yeah it was like, who, who's the clone? I don't know.
0: Was this in lieu of like a multiverse, maybe type of thing? Like, before that was probably a bigger nah, concept? No, no? man. Just straight oh, wow. up
2: They made clones. Yeah, I think yeah. they just, I think this was like, this was main run at the time. Um, that's why I think it's cool with this. Like, if you're some hardcore Peter Parker nerd, like, this is its own thing. Like whatever, like go reach Peter Parker. This is Ben (laughs) Riley. We're not here to, we're not here to talk about Peter today outside of, uh, some of the things I'll bring up. But what I thought was cool with this story, again, it's separate from the main run. So you can like jump in pretty much right away. But like Ben, Ben Riley is trying to make a life for himself with, um, like he has lived outside of New York for, I believe years. He's coming back to New York City for the first time, and like Peter and MJ are basically just like on their own, doing their own thing. Um, so he
0: knows Peter Parker in this in this timeline.
2: Yeah, oh. or or at least I, I've I've never the, read I've never like, read. Okay, Bulls they're very much aware of
0: each other. Yeah, okay, but they, they're okay. aware of each other. That's interesting. <laughs> but-
2: yeah, so it's. it's- <laughs>
0: that's part yeah. of their, their clone thing i mean is the clone thing is that carrying on well that's the other, yeah so that's the crazy the thing
2: mind? um it's it takes place um about five years after that series uh so oh. essentially peter was cloned after um an altercation with the jackal which i personally don't know who that villain is i f- do either of you he's, know, he's a lower tier spider yeah, yeah i
0: he no, sounds he, i've never heard of him he's a z-list celebrity yeah sorry
2: the jackal i didn't bother to research anything about you but like if someone if some hardcore fan of the jackal uh like if you're passionate about him let us know
0: there's always one there's always yeah. one uh I c- looked him
3: up. yeah i was gonna say i just looked him up i googled a picture of him and he is quite the creepy looking fellow he's what oh, does he no. look like just Looks like, um, imagine Dobby from Harry Potter, but on <laughs> steroids and green. So, like, mm. if Dobby and the Grinch had a baby that got jacked, so
0: yeah, yeah, oh that's, my god, okay, that's that's why he's a zealous villain, that, that well, right there.
2: Sorry, the jackal. I hope someone proves that he is the best, the best villain. Like, let's let's prove us wrong. Uh, but ah. the way Kate, the way you described him. He sounds horrible. And I just feel like he should be forgotten. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's crazy. So like the jackal is probably angry with his life because he wasn't featured in Harry Potter. So now he has to unleash it on Peter Parker. <laughs> Phone him. He's like, I'm um, shooting series.
0: That's the multiverse. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. But this is five years later. And Ben Riley has now learned that he is actually the real original Peter Parker. And Peter Parker... Is not Peter Parker, or I don't know. We don't know yet. This is the. I, I think okay. it's jumping into another uh, hot take here. Wait, um, so they're
1: not sure who's real again? No, oh, Ben.
2: No. Yeah, but Ben is claiming that he knows that he's the real one.
1: This is why people. This is part of why people hated that first clone song. <laughs> it was <laughs> yeah. probably too confusing.
0: So I feel like it it's it in.
2: It is confusing, but I feel like because this is a five issue run, like whatever whatever main event they're going to discuss has to come in and close fairly quickly.
0: You know, that, that, that reminds me of uh, invincible, how the twins are technically clones of each other. Yeah. yeah they they program they program <laughs> they program each other so that the other one doesn't know it's the clone because when they do they oh, start trying yeah. to kill each yeah. other yeah. i forgot about <laughs> that it's
2: hilarious. That's invincible is show. such a great show for everyone I, I find that
0: i find that just such a funny thing that they throw in there that's like if they know the other one's the clone then they start trying to kill each other which is yeah it's just it's funny to me. yeah
2: i think it's great um but like the reason I think this run seems really cool so far is like Ben Ben Riley is very, very like lighthearted, but I feel like the way he carries himself is different than Peter. Um, but similarities I saw is like there's a villain in the beginning named um, Carrion, and he like is basically going on this tangent and he's in like a graveyard and he's just like murdering people like left and right. But like all these people like you know, the cops are coming and they think like, oh, we need to just start shooting him. And Ben's like, this looks like he is being controlled or like going through something. And he like learns that uh, carrie mother is like dying from a stroke. So like Uh he kind of like jumps in and like uh, learns all this information, figures out a way to stop him, which I thought was really cool. Um, It closes that like almost right away. And then it jumps into the main plot, which is there's a murderer on the loose killing women in new york on first dates
0: oh t- tinder killer
2: yeah a tinder killer yeah. <laughs> i guess this could be his name but i thought i thought it was kind of a cool twist i'm not used to like murder mysteries in the spider-man uh, in universe a Mar- yeah
0: in a spider-man yeah
2: yeah and uh i feel like it could be a little dark they have like a tie-in with the scorpion but like we don't know why he's here yet okay. um he could be just like some useless side villain or he could be the main thing but I, I feel like somehow he's gonna like reveal some like some tie into the murderer,
0: or be the murderer, or be the murderer. But yeah, I don't, it might be the murderer. I don't think twist. it is. I mean, it, it could be the. It could be a clone of the scorpion. I don't know. Clone, yeah, let's well, just, clone, just clone, stories get, a clone. clone stories get so sloppy. So yeah, I don't know. Right. Who knows? They do.
2: But yeah. I'm I'm gonna give this this run the benefit of the doubt, especially because it's like an OG um, writer. Yeah, I. it has a lot of potential i thought this first issue was really cool most people i've seen that have been discussing it have been kind of on the same page of like this is really awesome so far but it's about one issue from just you know completely destroying itself and being terrible (laughs) so uh it
1: holds up man
2: yeah let's let's give it a shot i'll keep everyone updated even if i don't cover it in full I'll at least give like a maybe like a quick like thirty second recap on. So Ben, Ben's garbage right now. I'm sorry.
0: I was like, uh, uh, uh issue four, it, he died. It, there's nothing left. To, there's nothing left to cover from this
2: issue five. I'm like, turns out Scorpion was actually Scorpion the real Spider-Man. Peter Parker.
0: Yeah, he's the Peter. <laughs> and he
2: combined himself with the jackal. Stupid.
0: so stupid.
2: Yeah, it 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 has potential to be dumb, but we'll let's see. see how it goes.
0: Uh, yeah yeah keep us
2: posted uh guys uh,
1: what's your rating for though
2: uh for this first issue Mm yeah um i'm giving it honestly a five out of five
0: wow yeah that's why why
2: i'm like i'm going the writing the writing was really
0: perfect scores never give a perfect that's a score, bro
2: that's no i again though because it's first issue it could change but this this first issue i wouldn't have changed how they wrote it nice okay
1: cool
2: yeah and I, I like that they're bringing villains that I that I've never heard of. Like I, I like all the A listers, but it's cool to like read up on somebody who's like a yeah. little, little unheard z- of. z
0: lister, yeah. A
1: whole new world, yeah. revisiting some old stuff. Bring uh, it on. What do you got, AJ?
0: Yeah, uh, guys, uh, have you guys ever heard of this game called Final Fantasy? Uh, what's yes. this? That?
3: Okay, kidding. so uh,
0: you know, the uh, Square Enix released Final Fantasy VII, I think, back in 1997. Uh I back when, when it was, was Squaresoft. Like, yeah, Squaresoft. Yeah, that's a deep cut. Um I remember as a kid I was heartbroken because my cousin lent me the back then, by the way, for our younger viewers, um, games used to come in discs. And when the game was too big, it came in multiple discs. So like uh oh, they don't know what a they don't know what a cassette player is. But like when you finish when you got to a certain point in the game, you had to take out the disc and put in the nest disc. It was pretty wild. But um, my cousin had given me the, the Final Fantasy 7 disc disc set, and I was really, really gassed to play it. I put it in. First disc didn't work, so I couldn't play the game. So uh, I played many other Final Fantasy games, uh, most recently Final Fantasy fifteen Loved it. I thought it was great up until the third act, which is total cheeks. It is horrible, and it almost made me not want to beat the game. I hated it Whoa. so much it was it was like you playing this like really fun game and then like three quarters like 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 uh uh the, the last third of the game just turns into this like literal literal dungeon crawler <sighs> besides the point um yeah, i i totally
2: 7. agree i loved that game until that like it was yes it okay, was like you know a separate about yeah it, it, i it i had to think about it for a second my
0: mind i almost threw my controller because i i'll never forget this for the rest it's not of my life
2: fun at that point either it's
0: well, if you remember, it's about a, the, the first part of that dungeon crawling segment, it's about four hours. And so I remember being like, okay, I'm just going to finish this mission and go to bed. And it's like two in the morning, I'm like, this was the worst thing I ever experienced in my life, and I never wanted... I, I almost just stopped playing the game, honestly. Thanks for bringing um, back
2: terrible video game Terrible games.
0: memories, yeah. So uh, with Final Fantasy VII, uh, you know, I'm not going to go into the history of it. It's a long history. But to, to, to make an abridged version of it they made this game this this video game a lot of people consider it to be like one of the greatest video games ever it has an incredible story and when you think about how they made that game back in 1997 it's pretty wild how they made yeah. such a you know uh, impactful story with like you know basically using a calculator to code the game. The story is um, still relevant
2: to this day too. Story's it, has so many, relevant. it that's, tackles that's so many funniest, issues about the environment.
0: Yeah, that's the funniest part about it. It's 100% still relevant. So like you, the themes make even more sense today than it did back in 1997. Um but uh, essentially uh, when the PlayStation 3 came out, uh, Sony made a uh, like a tech demo to demo like the graphical uh, power of the PlayStation 3 and they used Final Fantasy as like that tech demo people lost their mind they're like oh my god they're making a, a remaster of, of final fantasy and sony's like yeah or, or square enix is like no we're not doing that it's going to cost oh, too yeah. much money really fast forward to many years later they they, they approached one of the original show uh the uh, designers and writers for the game and they they're having him make a multi-game remake of final fantasy 7 so that's how we got here it finally came out for pc i don't have a playstation i play pc and xbox so that's what i decided to play it on uh to give like a really like you know this game is only six hours of the story of the original game so the original game is 36 hours this cool. game takes place within the frame of yeah, that's the first six game. hours i mean but they, at least. yes but they milked it out to 40 hours and they added like like every character gets a backstory and they added much more context to like the, the first six hours of the game, which I was pretty like weary of before I started. Um, so I'll just be like summarizing and recapping like just this game. I'm not going to go into the whole story. That, that would probably have to be like a spotlight episode type of thing. But um, essentially the game is about uh, you play as, the, as, a, as, as Cloud. He is a mercenary for hire. Um, he's, he is part of, he's like a super soldier. He's basically Captain America with a sword instead of a shield, a big old um,
2: buster sword,
0: big old sword. OK, big old anime sword. And uh, you are hired by by what uh, by a, an eco defending group. They're labeled as terrorists. But from their perspective, they're defending the earth from the big bad company. And so the game is about, you know, your missions as you're trying to uh, incapacitate the operations of this big electric company. But lo and behold, there's like a lot of like backstory, right? Cloud has like a really mysterious past. Um, He is constantly being visited with visions of a former, like a a former soldier Soldier soldiers, the name of the program he was in. So he's constantly visited by a former soldier who he assumed was dead through visions. And he doesn't understand why. Um, Throughout their operations, they make the big bad company mad. The big bad company decides to commit mass genocide and basically frame the eco terrorist group as the ones who committed the genocide. And in uh, in that, I guess you could say, uh, atrocity, they they kidnap one of the friends of of the of the eco terrorist who turns out to be part of this like proto human race thing. This like the the original humans, basically um and so the the second half of the game is basically you trying to save her um from this this big bad company so from that description you're like okay i mean it sounds generic again it's only six hours of a very long and complicated story and again remember this plot's like the plot to, like, is, almost 20 uh, years old at this point 20 years old and like i was trying to explain it to my wife and she just looked at me like i was insane but it's a really good story um i gotta be honest with you guys if This was one of the best games I played since Red Dead Redemption Two. Wow, it was it was incredible. I felt like I was playing a movie. First of all, the the graphics in this thing are off the wall beautiful. It it is literally. I mean, they had to rebuild the game from the ground up, so it's cool seeing. You know, as even though I never got to play it when I was a kid, I did play Final Fantasy Seven eventually, and so like it's cool to see how they took two D images and just absolutely like made it like full of life. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, this um, game used
2: to be like just polygons essentially. Polygons.
0: I mean like I mean like if you if you, if anyone remembers like oh, Super Mario 64, that's what all the characters looked like. Like they had no hands. They just had like diamond diamond fists, you know what I mean? Yeah, like it, it's crazy that. what they did then, and how how the game looks now. So in terms of graphics, I think the game looks absolutely stunning. Uh, the the combat they move from turn base. So for those who don't know, turn base is like Pokemon style. Like you click a button and then someone does something. They change from that to like where your your every button press has an act, actual action. So you can dodge, you can use your spells. Um, I thought the, the combat felt fun. It was It's a little clunky because you can uh, sift through like the characters. You can change and control any of the characters. So I felt like it was a little clunky doing that. But other than that, the combat is great. Um, if you played Final Fantasy, uh, excuse me, if you played Kingdom Hearts, it copy and pastes that combat system from Kingdom Hearts, except you can control the other characters. Um, so there's that. Uh, the music. I gotta be honest, you guys, I I usually don't care about music in a video game that much, but the music in this game is, like, top-notch. Like, there are scenes in this game where it is only made palpable because of the the score. Like, th- it's hard to explain unless you play it or you listen to it, but it, it was... It's really cool that they went all out in in this remake because a lot of people, Activision, make really, really crappy remakes and they put like no effort into them. Often just literally copy and pasting the same game and being like, it's a remaster because it's upscaled to 4K now. Like, it's so crazy that, that they get away with that it's um, cool
2: though i, I right. also just looked it looks like the um the out of the composers a lot of the original composers <laughs> yes the original composers
0: came back like 20 to, years to do later. it. 20 years yeah, later but awesome. but the difference is like before it's like 8-bit sounds you know it's like doo-doo-doo-doo, right now it's like actual orchestras doing the songs and it's like it's nuts i'm like dude this sounds amazing like Again, I don't really care about that kind of stuff when I'm playing a video game, but the fact that I took notice of it just lets you know how, how prolific it is. I care. Because, yeah, I mean- if I'm it, are, money,
2: I want, I want an experience. I want that it, music to sound Trust tight. me.
0: The, oh, and uh, for the American version, the voiceovers. So I, I like anime, and something that really will take me out of a dub version of an anime is the voiceovers, because a lot of times, like a, a really good example, actually, if, if anyone watched Squid Games- and you watched yeah, yeah. the the dubbed version of Squid Games? Let me tell at least I think Netflix fixed it now, but the original dubbed uh, audio for Squid Games sounds insane. It literally sounds like somebody was in their closet, and that's how they did the voiceovers. It sounds really bad. It sounds yeah. really like I never watched make, dubbed microphone. Like,
2: le-
1: like
0: oh my! Yeah. But it's not even the audio quality. It's like, hey, hey, thanks for the cookie. I. I appreciate it. It's so awkward. Like the the dialogue oh, yeah. is so jilted and like awkward. They're like, what is this? So that's just to say, like I, you know, the 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 voice actors that they got on this. Are, I mean, you've probably seen them in like movies and stuff like that. But they did a great job. The voice actors did a tremendous job. Every character sounds like the way they should sound. So I I honestly, I, other than like minor complaints about you know, like I said, like the combat system. I also felt like another complaint that I could probably stick in there is that like, I felt like, again, this is six hours of a 38-hour game. So they really like, I mean, there is no more milk left by the end of the game and they're milking it, okay? They are milking this cow. And so uh, there were times in the game I'm like, ah, man, I I just kind of want to get to like the more story um, the story, uh, the the components that actually contain story, because they they do put in these like if you if you watch anime, you know you're very aware of filler culture, and so like they put these filler, they put. I would probably argue that there's probably 20 hours with of filler in the game, and so yeah. that's the only part about it that's like ah man, it's fun, it's fun playing through it, but it's like you could remove those those segments from the game and miss mm-hmm. and miss nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I would probably lobby those my two biggest complaints. But if I had to give it a rating, and I, I guess we're doing stars this week. What's your um, rating, AJ? I'll, I'll give it. A, I'll give it a four point five. I'll give it a four oh, five. Yeah. Again. Really Again. I gotta reserve perfect ratings for for like
2: for uh, Ben Riley. One,
0: but, th- but no. Okay, <laughs> no. No. I mean, they don't even know their cloning situation yet. No. Not. You can't give a five star to that. I'm just <laughs> Too playing. Late. Um, Too late. Too th- late. But I, I think the the biggest reason why I, the takeaways I give it a four or five, besides what I mentioned, also is the fact that this is only part one of what six gate five games. So it's kind of it it kind of sucks that you're playing a game, and if you know what happens at the end of Final Fantasy Seven, you're like, dang, I'm gonna have to wait like ten years, literally ten years, before I can play the end part of the story. Mm-hmm. So that is the downside to it but other than that if you haven't played it i highly highly recommend it it's a lot of fun you don't need to know the final fantasy story because they they re envision it so you could just jump in start playing have a blast so yeah so i'm gonna
1: interject here and say i have never played a single final fantasy game okay and i will never play one unless one of our listeners
0: tells me to Oh well if Josh, you, I'm telling you. If you yeah. ever chose to play one, Final Fantasy seven would be the one. Beyond okay. be, because the story is so I guess uh for a Japanese animated uh story, it, it is pretty grounded, I have to say, compared to some of the other crazy things that happens right. in that, the other Final Fantasy games. It, yeah. yeah, so some of the other final you're like, what is happening? Um but this one is pretty grounded. Like, I I think that's one of the other reasons why they did the remaster, because it gave, them, it gave them the ability to, like, explain things so it doesn't seem like it's coming out of left field. Like, I'll give you, like, just a really quick example, and then we'll move on. But in the original Final Fantasy, one of the bosses is a house. Um, it's like a house. It's just, like, just a house. You fight a house. Like... <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. It's, 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 it's just weird. You know, it's like, it's in, bad. When, and back in 1997, you didn't think anything of it. You're just like, okay, I'm fighting a house. So they incorporate the house in a very funny way in this game where it's a boss battle. And A, it was really hard and aggravating because it turns out the house is just a giant animatronic robot. Like Ooh. almost like a it's it's like it's like, like a, Chuck a Cheese bot. Y- yeah, it like almost like a Chuck E. Cheese bot. It's like a play on like a haunted house, if that makes any sense. But if a haunted mm. house was animatronic, so like the house can suck you into it, what? it brings you to like another like dimension, or it'll like shoot like fire from it. And so like it, 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 they 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 represent it in a way where it's like it's not as crazy because they're telling you straight up like it is a robot, but you know. It's just funny that that's an example of like, you know, they they at least that weird little thing that you would never think that they would need to flesh out. They, they decided to flesh that out. So, yeah. Okay, then. Yeah. Sounds crazy. Weird. Yeah. Josh, that's what you got you for say. us, man? The uh, new Moon Knight
1: trailer came out last week. Moon Knight? Did you guys watch it? Yep. Yes. Yep. Yes, I did. Uh, the hype for me is so real right now, man. I cannot, Can you taste it? I can taste the hype. <laughs> it looks it, cool. It, I got it. It is your it. hype. Right. Yeah,
0: what is Moon Knight about?
1: Man, that that is a very like long answer. So I'm yeah. gonna start with going into the trailer and then talk a little bit about the uh, comics. Because okay. Moon Knight's history is his character is, is kind of a mess, but in a good way. Mm-hmm. And then his character history is same thing; gets pretty mm-hmm. confusing real quick. So in the trailer, uh, Moon Knight is played by Oscar Isaac, and I, based on what we saw in the trailer, it really feels like he is putting his all into this role. Bring in his A game. The one detraction I'll, I'll mention is he has this weird British accent as part of <laughs> part of the character. And it sounds very much like the accent that you saw, like Mary Poppins, like this weird British accent. <laughs> but I do think there is a reason for it, because the character of Moon Knight, he suffers from DID, which is Disassociative Identity Disorder. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that.
0: Yep. I have not.
1: They used to call it multiple personality disorder, but it's now relisted in the DSM-5 as DID. Yeah. The, the The DSM-5 is like this big catalog for like therapists and stuff that has different yeah. mental conditions and like yeah. disorders and whatnot. So like it's officially in there. It's a, it's a thing. And it, yeah, it used to be called multiple personality disorder.
2: And I, it's think,
0: I, I think... It, I, think the I didn't change realize it was, was the same thing. Well, I, it's not. They're it, well, it, it, the same. I, I think the change is essentially that like... They discovered that people who suffer from DID, they legitimately believe that they are the the individuals that they that they transition to. So you can't call that like a personality, because I, I believe like the personality conveys to some degree that the person's making it, I guess. Yeah. 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 Be-
1: that is a thing. Like people used to like debate if it was real or not. But DID, right. like it's legitimately like you have another person inside of you. And it's typically a defense mechanism from trauma trauma. Yeah. And actually there's a YouTube channel, fantastic channel called cinema therapy. It's a filmmaker mm. and a therapist and they will talk about and discuss movies through that lens. They did a video on DID focused on Gollum from Lord of the Rings mm. and really, really cool. I, I watched it. it can, I think it came out last week. So it was perfect timing for the moon night trailer. Mm. So that, that Mark Spector has DID. And yeah, it's very rare. It affects less than 1% of the population. And in the case of Moon Knight, there's three main personalities in the show. I don't know if we're going to get these three, but you have Steve Grant, who in the comics is a wealthy businessman. In the show, it looks like he works at a gift shop in a museum. Mm -hmm. So pretty big change. I'm curious if we'll see him like get his fortune throughout the series or if they're just totally going on a different take with this character. Then the main the main. Personality, the core, I believe, is how it's referred to with DID, is Mark Spector, and he is a mercenary, and he ends up getting killed and then gets revived by this Egyptian god known as Kanshu, who is the god of the moon and is like the patron patron god of the people, people who travel at night. So I'm curious if we'll see the mercenary uh, take on Mark Spector on this. I really hope so because it's. A I hope so too. Like
2: this whole the whole concept of Moon Knight sounds uh, very different from a lot of comics, and I find that really interesting.
1: Yeah, and that that's like one of my big draws to it. He's very unique. Mm-hmm. A lot of people call him Marvel's Batman, which you can <laughs> definitely make that argument. But because of the DID, there's so much more there.
0: Right.
1: The third personality is Jake Lockley. Who's a cab driver, and he's kind of how Mark Spector does his investigation, like groundwork. If if you guys are familiar with the Batman mythos, Batman has his own little fake, not fake. He has a like a secret identity that he'll use to like infiltrate mobs and like criminal underground things. <laughs> and it's same same idea, you know. He 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 uses this. Mark Spector uses this personality to uh, kind of gain information on like what's going on on the street level. Mm-hmm. So curious to see like how much of these person knows we'll see and like what the take is going to be. Yeah, the costume that we saw looked like a mummy, right?
0: Yeah, I thought that was. I thought, I figured that's what it was. Kind of. Yeah, very. The costume very reveal I
1: mean, is
2: pretty cool, though.
1: Right. It, the reveal was cool. A lot of people are taking issue with it because it just is very different from the comics. My, I guess my one thing to that is I'm hoping then we get a lot more of Egyptian culture and mythology influence in the show. If they're going to be sh- going with like that mummy, mummy wrap look, I really hope it's not just like, Oh, mummies are from Egypt. We're going to give him e- mummy wraps.
2: That sounds like uh the plot to a Scooby-Doo villain.
1: It, it would just be very <laughs> lazy. And I don't know if cultural appropriations, the right word, it, it would just feel very lazy and not authentic to me, which would take yeah. me out of it right away. Right.
2: I feel Which like Marvel. I, happen. I feel like Marvel. Even if that already has happened, uh, they would probably write something in to protect themselves.
1: Yeah, so. in this day and age, with a company of that size, I would hope they're going to be careful of that. Yeah, because then you also have the the thing of like this. I mean, Oscar Isaac's Guatemalan, so shout out to Guatemalans. pretty cool. Hey. Um, there's already you know issues with a. I, I don't know if he's like. I think he's half Guatemalan, so a half Guatemalan guy who may or may not be Jewish, playing a white Jewish hero whose uh, patron god is an Egyptian god, which <laughs> Egypt is in Africa. So, like, there's a lot of problematic things that arise from that already. Yeah. So, yeah. in this day and age, I would hope and think Marvel kind of has a plan of how to deal with that.
0: Maybe maybe the joke would be that he one of his identities thinks he's Jewish and the other one yeah. thinks he's from Africa. I mean, like...
2: Well, I just looked, yeah, no. Oscar Isaac, Uncle, it Uncle looks Ruck, like he's... Uncle Rucka style, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it looks like Oscar Isaac is half Guatemalan and half Cuban.
1: Oh. oh. I didn't know he was Cuban. I knew he was Guatemalan.
2: Or at least, it, yeah. Yeah. His... Uh,
1: uh, apparently, like, he might be part Jewish. It's not been confirmed, though, because I know a lot of people are a little upset that he was cast rather than a Jewish actor being cast. Because th- there aren't that many... <sighs> How many Jewish superheroes can you guys name?
0: Um,
2: Zero.
1: Honestly, I can think of him and Ben Grimm from the Fantastic Four.
2: I don't even know who that is.
1: The Thing. Ben oh, Grimm. the
2: Thing. Okay, I didn't know he's that he Jewish? Jewish.
1: Yeah, he is. Yeah.
0: Oh, see, I didn't even know that.
1: And like, I'm not Jewish, so like, I don't have that uh, a stake in that, and like, don't understand yeah. that experience or that outlook.
0: But my question is: is it is it people of of Israeli descent that are annoyed about that, or is this or is it's this an Internet issue? Man, who knows? That white Twitter is is taking upon the upon the uh, the shoulders to, to, to crusade for. That's that actually,
1: it could be that one and just like a quick tangent like if you're one of those people like unless someone's asking you, don't do that.
0: Yeah, because I, I have a feeling that most Israeli people could probably care less. They're probably more focused on like, you know, protecting their borders and the, their conflict right. between Palestine. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of feel like it's one of those things where, like, I don't think the Israeli people are very frustrated about this. Like, I guess that's more along the lines my point. Yeah. Kate, you want, you want to chime in?
3: Yeah. So I was just reading a little bit about this, and apparently Oscar Isaac says that on his dad's side, he does have some Jewish heritage. Oh. And a lot of people online are saying, like, you shouldn't have to quantify how much is someone of something to to count as that that thing. is Yeah. And yeah. so I I'm from what I'm seeing, yeah, there seems like there's people who are saying he's not enough and there's the other people who are saying it shouldn't matter how much it shouldn't he's matter. if he's saying that he is this, then we need to believe him and just accept it. I
2: think I agree with that side of it.
0: Well I, I, I can understand. I mean, can you imagine if they replaced um, who uh, uh, I can't remember the actor's Chadwick name. I'm so Boseman. sorry. yeah, thank you, Chadwick Bozeman with like um, I don't know, uh, 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 with any other white actor. and then he's like, well I have'm I'm, I'm, I'm from South Africa, so like you know, I'm African. you know that, that I, mean, I think it's that kind of sentiment that like people are like, well, why are you casting this as, you know a, a, a role for the only rare Israeli character and is the person not even Israeli? However, I will say that again. I mean, it's do the pe- do Israeli people care? That, that's my question. Do well, they are they offended? Here, that's all I want to know.
1: <laughs> like in the comics, he's not from Israel. He is, his dad was a Holocaust. I don't know if he survived the Holocaust or if he mm-hmm. fled from Europe during the yeah. war.
0: Yeah,
1: and so it's like he's not even from Israel. Like he's just like a European Jewish person.
0: Yeah, and, and and that's the other thing too. I mean, yeah. he could. I don't. I mean, I I think you know,
1: it's a very nuanced I, conversation. Yes. Yeah. But like, my big takeaway is like back with like the whole Latinx thing. Like, none of the Latinos in my circle use that word. My you wife hear so never many, heard of it. My so wife many never many heard of that term before. Yeah, they want to be culturally like sensitive, which I appreciate. But like, check to see like what people want and don't speak for them. Yeah, I
2: agree
0: yeah it um, reminds it reminds me of uh i you know people who champion for like the wrong type of things in terms of like social justice um like i can think of like uh you know shortly after a lot of the black lives matter protests we started had we started to have this thing where like people in hollywood were like oh i voice a black i i voice a black actor i can't do this voice anymore I thought that was kind of strange. I'm like, well, I mean, this isn't the type of equality black people want. I, we're not asking people. We're not, we're not asking for people to lose their jobs or already have it. You know, it's just like, that's not, that's not the equality people are asking for. So mm-hmm.
2: I can see that. Um, also going back real quick on Jewish comic book characters. There's surprisingly a lot of big oh, ones. Really? I'm not going to exactly. name all of them, but okay. here's a few Hal Jordan, green lantern, Batwoman, uh, Harley Quinn,
1: Sandman. Like Batman, Harley
2: Quinn. Oh uh,
0: Harley Quinn. Okay, okay.
2: Yeah, Harley Wait, Quinn. Which
1: you said Batgirl or Batwoman. Batwoman. Which okay. The uh, was it uh, Kate Kane? Uh
2: it doesn't say It's I'm looking on know. Wikipedia. Okay. Um Quicksilver, Scarlet Witch, like it's, it's, the other ones are look a little smaller to me. Magneto. I was that, just surprised.
0: Yeah, that, that one makes sense. That, that, Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Films.
2: But Hal Jordan, I don't I don't know an, I, I did I guess not I, know that. That one all. surprised me the most.
0: Yeah. Wait, is that the black one?
2: No. Uh, who's the black? Uh, he's my favorite Green name? Lantern. Oh, that'd be so, funny if he was the Jewish one. That'd John, be Stewart? Funny. Yeah. John Stewart? Yeah. John Stewart, yeah. That was always my favorite Green Lantern growing up, by the
0: way. Cool. That's that, that's new canon now. John Stewart is is black Israeli. <laughs> yeah, real, real started quick,
1: Alex if you're a John Stewart fan the current green lantern does a lot of cool stuff with him
2: I've he- I've heard I actually just added it to my like nice. want list because I've I've heard that this is like one of the coolest green lantern reads in a while
1: It is a lot of fun but go, going back to Moon Knight Ethan Hawke is in this which yeah it, it, his character is very interesting man he is going to be playing a character named Arthur Harrow rather than people thought him going to be uh Randall Specter, Mark Specter's brother. Mm-hmm. Arthur Harrow was only in one issue of Moon Knight, uh, fist of Khonshu, number two from 1985, which is, I, is, I, don't uh, you own that one? I do. And I always Ooh. thought it was gonna be worthless, but the spec market's hot. Maybe it will be worth it. It might, I might it be. It slab too.
2: Yeah.
0: Now, now I, I did. Didn't one of the actors die on the yes. show already. Uh, Gaspard, I think you pronounce it U-E-L. Um, yeah. Yeah, he was only 37, which is like so
1: tragic. So sad. Yeah. sad. That's very sad. He, he was going to play a character, or he plays a character named Anton Mogart, who's also known as the Midnight Man. And he's a, a thief that gets accidentally disfigured after he has an encounter with Moon Knight. And oh. he ends up dying of cancer, but before he dies, he trains his son who his son actually becomes a partner of moon Knights at one point. Okay. But then unfortunately he becomes a villain as well.
0: He becomes a villain.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, very, very sad. Um, because it, he died the week the trailer came out. Wow. So, I mean, just very sad, sad. Uh, sad news for that. Man. Going back to Ethan Hawke real quick though. He said his character was inspired by David Corish, from Waco, Texas. I don't know if you guys are familiar. Oh, with that. dang
0: mm-hmm. dude. He, that's kind of messed so, up.
1: That gives you an idea of, of where they're going with that character. Character is going to be like,
0: yeah.
2: Um, going, uh, going off of Ethan Hawke, he is. It's like such a good actor, but it's just funny because I feel like he's like that guy that's just been in everything, but like no one usually knows what he looks like. You know, right. it's just like he's 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 he just have a
0: forgettable face. He does have a painfully forgettable face, but yet he's in everything. That's he's in a lot. Pretty good. Yeah, I mean he he's in a lot. Um, I I isn't wasn't there like a a website where it would try to like tie you into like movies or, or try to tie any person in like the seven wasn't it called like seven layers of like Ethan yeah. Hawke or something like that? Well, I can't remember what it was called, they, but like
1: they do that for all sorts of celebrities.
0: Yeah, but essentially like that was like the thing. There was like a website you type in an actor's name and it would show you like how many how many like links that it would take you to get to. I think it was Ethan Hawke. I could be I could be forgetting it, but probably yeah. <laughs> He's Been in a lot of stuff needless to say. Uh, about- Kate, what do you have to say?
3: Are you talking about the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon? Thank you, Kevin
0: Bacon. Yeah, See, that, that's, that's really. how forgettable so Chase is. <laughs> yeah. I cannot remember the difference between those two actors, I always get them confused, but he's so, so good.
2: That's the crazy thing. He like, is a good actor, though.
0: So, he's a good actor.
2: Yeah, so bizarre.
1: Yeah, and yeah. It, thank Another you, Kate. Is people on Twitter were saying how, um, the accent by oscar isaac was really distracting as well as ethan Hawke's wig i don't think it's a wig that's what his actual hair i think it's his hair i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure that's his hair i didn't notice a wig
0: they called him from whatever cabin that he was in and he was like oh okay i'll be i'll be a cult leader that uh
1: cult of personality like the hair matches
0: yeah so we'll see i mean this is not the first time the mcu has done a cult right if i remember correctly uh, they, I mean, they kind of did
1: one with Daredevil. With yeah, with that's,
0: that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. But this
1: one looks like it'll be like straight up, like Waco, Texas, called type of almost thing. like
0: almost like Far Cry Five. Like yes, you know, yeah, yes. So well, I'm,
2: well, yeah. Let's see how it goes. I'm I'm willing to check it out.
1: I'm I'm really excited for it. Um, the the trailer came out at the same week of a new issue of the Moon Knight comic series. Cool. Which is currently being done by Jed McKay and Alessandro Capuccio. Okay. So I'd recommend checking that one out or the run by Jeff Lemire. Um, If you're not familiar with the character and you're interested in reading some of the comics, either check out Jeff Lemire's run that he did a few years back or the current one by Jed McKay.
2: I'm pretty sure the Jeff Lemire run is 2016.
1: Yeah, that sounds right. Between Mm -hmm. 2014, 2016. I think 2016 is correct. And what's cool about this run is right off the bat, Mark Spector is in therapy. So the Avengers have their own therapist that they use just for themselves. And so Mark Spector, some really crazy stuff happened in the past with him. So he's in therapy right now, which is awesome. Therapy is good. Everyone should do it. Go to therapy, kids. I'm going to get off my high horse before I fall off of it. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) Mark Spector has set up, he calls it the Midnight Mission. It's like, he's like, Church, more or less, his like um, NGO nonprofit in the city.
0: Yeah.
1: And his whole purpose is to protect and provide for his neighborhood. And so he fights different things in the night, kind of like blade, like vampires and, and werewolves and all that stuff. And you also have this new character called the Hunter's Moon and another one called Zodiac. And the Hunter's Moon is the other Fist of Conchu because Mark Specter is called or Moon Knight is called the Fist of Conchu. Okay, and it's all there's the there's other two, fist. There's two fists. Under's Moon, who is a new character. Yeah, and what's cool about that is it kind of just lets you know what kind of pantheon we're dealing with here. Where we got like Moonman the Man. Judeo Christian <laughs> tradition. You hear about the hand of God, right? Like Kanchu uses a fist. Like, right, he's going. He's going to knock you out, type of thing.
0: I, I can't. I can't wait for the collaboration movie, Moonman. Moon men. Moonman Moon, Moon Moon on Earth. Moonman yeah. on Earth. I'm here for it.
1: Yeah. Which uh, I did mention Blade. I'm also curious if we'll see him in the series at all, or any hints to him.
0: I am so happy he that they does. got Marshall Holly to do that because yes. I think that's awesome.
1: Did you know he has a kind of a secret cameo in Eternals?
0: Yeah, oh, I, I okay. do know.
1: I didn't, I didn't want to bring it up last week, but yes, he does. Well, okay. I saw it. If you haven't seen it yet, Alex, you no, might it's not all right. Uh, it. I, well, you I might just... not notice it. Just FYI. yeah,
0: yeah, it's it's very subtle,
1: very subtle. So anyway, yeah, yeah I'm wondering if we'll see. Blade, both in this comic series at some point and the show. Uh, But uh, going back, the one of the really cool things about Moon Knight is he has DID and his mind is debatable if he already had DID or if it was caused by his mind coming into contact with Khonshu. And so you, you get to explore that throughout the comics. And something about Moon Knight is he takes a beating constantly like it's the amount of punishment his body can take is
2: inhuman. Like Rocky Balboa style?
1: Literally like Rocky Balboa. <laughs> nice. Gets knocked down Adrian. again and again. And he keeps coming back. And in the most recent issue that came out, it starts off where the first page is four four panels across and it's this bar and people are just chilling, having a good time. And it's this bar where like like C and D list villains hang out from my understanding. And Moon Knight just walks in. Everyone gets real quiet. There's no dialogue. And then he sits down and he's like, yeah, he's like, I know I've known about this place. Like, it's not a secret. I've just have never had a reason to come bother with you people. And he's like, Let me, let's get something straight. He's like, I am not Spider-Man. I'm not the Punisher. He says they represent the extreme ends of the same costume spectrum. He says, I'm Moon Knight. And you all know that means one thing. No one in this bar, including myself, knows precisely what I'm capable of. Ooh. And everyone, like everyone's just sitting there listening to him say this. And that's awesome. He, he uh, adds, I beat the Avengers. Imagine what I could do to any one of you because he did, (laughs) he he took on the whole Avengers by himself. I'd be like, I'm out.
2: I'm good. Right. And so
1: he's like, I'm going to, he talks a little bit more. He's like, I'm going to leave you with one word, Zodiac. And then he just leaves. And Zodiac is a new villain that he's looking for, and so that's his way of saying, "If you know anything about him, you better tell I mean, me." Yeah. And Dang. so, yeah, Moon Knight is not playing around. If you think otherwise, you will catch these hands.
0: Catch those hands. It's on site. On
1: site. Yeah, he, he's that, not playing around. He he will. protect is epic. His neighborhood. Yeah. I like that. So I'm like, I'm
0: excited. I'm 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 hyped. Uh, it looks cool. This seems interesting. So. I mean, anything has got to be better than Hawkeye. I mean, am I right, guys? <laughs> I'm not just, even I'm willing gonna, to watch, read,
2: kinda...
1: read the Matt Fraction and David Aha run if you want Hawkeye. Just I don't it.
0: know. But, oh, I'm, I'm no, talking about real. the show. I'm talking about the yeah, show. I'm, I'm, I'm talking saying don't watch the
1: show. Yeah, watch yeah, the yeah. show. Yeah. Go read that run. Yeah. Well, watch the scenes with Alakwa Cox as Echo and then nothing else.
0: Oh, no, no, no. And uh, what's her name? Uh, uh Yelena. Oh, Yelena. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, Florence Pugh, Pugh. she's she I'm just gonna skip it all. It just looks no, like no, no. A Florence, Pugh, waste of time Florence Pugh to me. <laughs> is the best. I love her, yeah.
1: she's great. Th- those, those two women, though, I'm all yeah. about it. But uh, that's all I got the night, guys. I'm excited for it.
0: Yeah, so it sounds I, awesome. I
1: gave the comic, a 4.8 out of 5. 4.8. Oh my Man. gosh, yeah. let's just get real specific really, here, Josh. The Didn't, have Didn't have a lot of action. <laughs> and the, artist, the artist was different, there was a guest Ooh. artist, though. So. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay.
2: All right, I'm still excited. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's cool. Let's uh, let's see where it goes. I think that's uh, I think that's it for the show, guys. Right, we're uh, we're getting on out of here.
1: Let's get yeah out. I'll, yeah I'll
2: allow it. Yeah, all right. Now that I have permission from AJ, I could uh, <laughs> I could finally leave my chamber and go outside for the first time in ten hours. Hey, I um, say that out loud. Yeah, I wasn't supposed to say that out loud, but since I'm here, if you uh, subscribe or like anything on our socials, AJ might let me out more than twice a week. We'll see. You liking middle. our social media literally could save my life. I just want everyone to know that. I'm trapped. No. Please help.
0: Don't 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 ask for help, please. Okay, yeah. it's, it's not very becoming. Please. Don't. I don't know.
2: <laughs> it, if you dislike. Maybe he'll keep me here longer. We'll see. So it depends. Uh, uh, this is go either direction. Tell us.
1: Tell yeah. us. And yeah. Don't don't delete or change a comment. Yeah, this can go any
2: direction. But seriously, you can find us on YouTube and literally everything else. So I'm not even going to tell you. Uh, thanks for listening. We will uh, catch everyone soon.
0: Bye. Bandwagon is hosted by Josh Jimenez, Alex Mogosa, and me, AJ Soy. Our show is produced by Kate Smith and edited by yours truly. Our theme song is Lush Waves by Taylor Lewin of Underscore Audio. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon.